Hey there, readers. Welcome back. We are going to finish Restart this week. Before we start Chapter 25, last time I asked you to predict, now that Brendan found that video evidence that Chase was not at fault, will Shoshana finally forgive him? Here's what you guys had to say. I think that, um, I feel like that Joel will, um, He'll, I feel like Joel's going to forgive Chase, but I think that Shoshana will really not forgive him at all. Even though they still did the warrior with um, Chase. But I think Joel's going to forgive him, and then I think Joel's going to tell uh, Shoshana that she should forgive him. Hi, it's Sabrina. And, well, I think that Chase... So I think that um, when he shows them the footage, I think that Shoshana is going to be surprised but also mad because they said that there was a fire and there is no. And I think Chase is going to be very happy that now everybody knows that he didn't throw it on purpose. He was just trying to like not let Aaron have it. So I think what's going to happen next is that I think that they're going to let Chase back into um, video club. Um, and But I think that he's still going to be at football practice. Bye, and that was Sabrina. I think that, um, that when Brandon shows Chase, uh, Shoshana, and Joel the video, they're gonna think that that Brendan edited it to to make it like ch- like Chase um like Chase didn't do it because he because they know that Brendan really wants to defend Chase so I think they're gonna think that um that Brendan edited it and since Chase is gonna be there he's just gonna get really mad at them not not Brendan but. Um, Shoshana and Joel, just like Shoshana and Joel got mad at him, and then and then they're gonna realize that that um Chase wasn't actually um bad for like do he he actually was he actually didn't shoot the the fire extinguisher at Joel. So now that Brandon found video evidence, um, I think that this is gonna help Chase feel a little bit better because maybe he will have um, his friends back. He will have his real friends from video club back. Um, and he won't have to always like be with Aaron and Bear. He'll be a member of video club. And I think that Shoshana is gonna is is going to forgive Chase because she will know after seeing the video, like and seeing exactly what Brandon saw, she will think, "Oh well, Chase, this on accident. This wasn't Chase. It was Aaron and Bear." So, bye. So I think personally that they're gonna all meet, see the footage. Shana's gonna be like, so it wasn't you, and then just go running to chase and hug him. And then they're gonna show the evidence to the principal. Principal's gonna be like, so you are a good kid, Chase. And then he's, and then Aaron and Bear are gonna have to go to juvenile.
because they're such bad kids, and they have proof that there was no fire, and they have proof that I was not chased, and that's, and then they're gonna, like, yeah, get in trouble, Aaron and Bear, and Chase will be friends of the video clubs, and he, and then everyone will be safe, because Chase will stand up for them, and that's how it's gonna end, that's what I think. Restart. Chapter 25. Chase Ambrose. There's something important you have to see. I stare at Brendan's text on my phone. What's this big deal he needs to show me? Probably nothing. Chances are he really is just trying to rope me into helping with a new YouTube video, although he says that's not it. I don't care. The fact that he texted me at all is something. I haven't heard a peep from any of the video club kids since that day in the music room. Who can blame them? They all heard how I lied about the electrical fire. And they don't even know about the really bad thing I did. To be honest, I'd give anything to be part of one of Brendan's goofball videos again. They're always hilarious, and I could use a good laugh right about now. I can't remember the last time I laughed. Nothing has been funny lately, and the most unfunny part is what I just found out about myself. Yeah, Aaron and Bear are jerks. My dad's pushy, and the video club has turned on me, but I'm worse than all of them. I'm a criminal, and the fact that I don't remember it doesn't change what I did. How could I do such a thing? It's a question that doesn't need answering. I didn't do it. The old me did. And it's no mystery that the old me was capable of some pretty awful stuff. I stole Mr. Solway's Medal of Honor from his room at Portland Street, one sleazy act of many, courtesy of Chase. Aaron, and Bear. I have no idea what I plan to do with it. Sell it, probably, and split the money with my two accomplices. But that little plan went sour when I stashed it somewhere and then went and got amnesia and couldn't remember my hiding place. No wonder Aaron and Bear were so suspicious of me. They thought I was holding out on them so I could keep the profit for myself. And the worst part is that I can't even give the medal back to Mr. Solway because I have absolutely no idea what I did with it and I don't know how to find out. Maybe it'll come back to me in bits and pieces, like some of my past. But when? It could take years. What if Mr. Solway dies in the meantime? How will I ever make it right? It's funny. The idea of going back to Brendan's house stings, even though I've only been there once before. When I had the accident, I never longed for my old life because I couldn't remember it. But my new old life? Video club and my new friends? Losing that hurts a lot, since this time I know what I'm missing, and it hurts twice as much because of how quick those guys were to turn against me. Maybe that means we were never really friends, even though I thought we were. My partnership with Shoshana felt that way for sure. When the two of us were working side by side, interviewing Mr. Solway and editing Warrior, I was positive that we were creating something amazing together. All the kids in video club are finally starting to trust me. Even Joel was kind of warming up to me. Or so I thought. I must have been nuts. In the end, that's why I decide to go to Brendan's. If he's reaching out to me, that's a good thing. I leave the house and step into a beehive of activity. Boxes and furniture are scattered all around the lawn next door. Four big guys are loading everything into a moving truck. That's right. The Tottenhams are moving today. Supposedly, they're really nice neighbors who were great to Johnny and me growing up. Mom is sad that they're moving. 
I have no clue, of course. When you've got amnesia, it's hard enough to relearn the important people in your life. You tend to lose the crowd on the fringes. I'm cutting across the grass in the direction of Brendan's when two of the movers step out the front door, carrying a large frame painting. I gasp and for a second forget to breathe. It's her! The little girl in the blue dress, trimmed in white lace, my only memory that stuck with me through the accident. I think about the hours I spent agonizing over that image, where it came from, and whether I might have hallucinated the whole thing. But no, there she is, the same red ribbon in her blonde hair. I see details that aren't in my memory, like she's standing in a garden surrounded by flowers, and there's a little watering can in her hand. I didn't imagine her at all. I remembered her from the painting in my neighbor's house. I run over to Mrs. Tottenham, who is wringing her hands over the handling of a carton marked Super Fragile. That painting, I exclaim, my voice hoarse. Did you ever show it to me? Oh, hello, Chase, she chuckles. It's just a reproduction, of course. An original Renoir would be worth tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, okay, I say breathlessly, but why do I know it? Did I ever see it in your place? I don't think so, dear, she tells me. It was hanging in the upstairs solarium. I follow her pointing finger to the glassed-in sunroom on the second floor of the house. So I didn't see it, but I did! How else could it be the only image to make the trip through my shattered memory? My eyes travel from the Tottenham home to ours next door. Could I have looked inside their solarium from one of our upstairs windows? No way. The entrance to our house is around the corner, facing away from theirs. Our dormer is in front. That sunroom faces nothing but a chimney and some sloped shingles. The only way to see that painting from our place would be to climb to the top of our roof and peer over the peak, down into the huge glass window. And suddenly, I just know. I run back inside, tear up the stairs to my bedroom, and step out onto the perch that was so much a part of my old life. I start to climb, my rubber-soled sneakers clinging to the rough shingles. The dormer, which houses my room, is beside me. But that leaves a sloped path about three feet wide, leading straight up to the top. As comfortable as I am on the section of roof right outside my window, the steep slog to the peak is another ballgame. The grade is sharp. And the higher I go, the clearer the image of exactly what must have happened over the summer becomes, and how far I must have fallen. The ground seems so distant, it should be in another zip code. I'm amazed I didn't dash my brains out on the grass. I get on my hands and knees, and my ascent becomes a crawl. I feel a little more secure this way, especially as I near the apex, where I can use my right arm to cling to the dormer. I'm pretty scared, but I'm even more determined to get up there. For me to remember the little girl in blue, she must have been the last thing I saw before the accident. That makes sense, since the roof is the only place I could have seen her from. I can't explain it, but I'm positive the key to what happened to me lies a few feet ahead. I stretch out my arm, get a grip on the top of the A-frame, and haul myself up to gaze down at the Tottenham's house. There it is, floor-to-ceiling windows of the sunroom. I can even make out the large faded rectangle on the wall where the picture must have hung. Okay, I think, this is where I was when I fell. But it still doesn't answer the big question. Why did I come up here? 
Was I spying on the Tottenhams in their sunroom? I was rotten enough, but would I care what they were doing? Besides, according to Mom, we were friends. I could have just knocked on their door. Why bother to climb halfway to the moon? Frustration wells up in me, mingling with my disappointment. So the little girl in the blue dress tells me where I fell from. But that's it. As I inch my way back from the peak, I extend my right arm, steadying myself against the cedar shakes on the side of the dormer. No sense repeating my swan dive off the roof, although it's no more than I deserve. I almost slip as one of the shakes pulls away. A terrified gasp escapes me as I slide a little before stopping my descent with my feet. I hang on like a fly to a wall while the racing of my pulse returns to normal. That's when I catch a glimpse of blue behind the dull brown of the loose shake. There's something back there, wedged in behind the loose wood. I know what it is even before I reach for it. My hand closes on the silky blue ribbon, and as I draw it out, I feel the weight of the military decoration attached to it. The gold five-pointed star catches briefly on some insulation, and there it is, Mr. Solway's Medal of Honor, stolen, hidden, forgotten, and discovered again. Then, as if finding the medal has unclogged a drain, the memory of my accident pours back into me. It starts at the apex of the roof, with me gloating over the brilliance of my hiding place while peering down through the sunroom window at Mr. Tottenham next door. He's in the lotus position on the floor, performing awkward yoga in front of the painting of the girl in blue. That's what does me in, the hilarious sight of my overweight neighbor twisted into a pretzel, looking like a giant mutant lemon in his skin-tight fluorescent yellow workout suit. I let go for just a second, reaching for my phone to get a picture of this one-man comedy routine. And the next thing I know, I'm skidding down the roof, the rectangular pattern of the shingles becoming a blur as I pick up speed. I claw madly at the slope, desperate for a handhold, a foothold, anything to stop my descent. It's no use. My momentum is too much. I'm falling. When I hit the eaves, I flip over a little, giving me a terrifying view of the yard as it screams up to meet me. I know dizzying acceleration and... I brace for impact, but the memory ends there. I don't have to hit the ground a second time. So that's how it happened. The mishap that turned my entire life upside down and almost killed me. Serves me right for snooping on poor Mr. Tottenham. How is it my business if he wants to do yoga and form-fitting spandex? But that was the old chase. Everything was his business, because he said it was. What was I planning to do with that picture if I'd managed to get my phone out of my pocket? Show Aaron and Baron the football team? Post it on Facebook? Print up 50 copies and plaster them all over town? I sigh. Who knows why that chase did what he did? I should probably just be grateful I don't have to be him anymore. The metal clutched tightly in my palm. I climbed down gingerly, careful to keep both hands and feet on the roof at all times. My mind is whirling. Brendan's house will just have to wait. Nothing there can be as important as returning this to its rightful owner. I have to see Mr. Solway. Near the eaves, I slide on my butt to the windows and throw a leg over the sill. Chase? Uh-oh. Mom. You promised you wouldn't go out there on the roof ever again. Do I have to nail your window shut? I just blow past her. Sorry, Mom. I toss over my shoulder. 
Gotta get to Portland Street. I'm not finished yelling at you. Have you forgotten what happened to you last summer? Do you have amnesia about the amnesia? I run down the stairs, calling. I'll explain later. In the kitchen, I snatch a soft dish towel off the drying rack and wrap it around the metal. I jam it in my pocket and blast out the door. Okay, so Chase found the metal, and now we finally know what made him fall off the roof. So at the end of the chapter, he was heading over to Mr. Solway. What's going to happen? Is Mr. Solway going to be forgiving? Do you think he knew that Chase took the medal? What is going to happen? Is Chase going to finally come clean to Mr. Solway? Send in your prediction, and you could be on tomorrow's episode. Bye!